Greetings, gamers. Welcome to episode 27 of the Michigan GT Podcast, coming at you from Thunderford Studios. <laughs> Speaking of, we got Rick from there. There it is. There it is. Yeah, so tonight it's uh, me, Jeff. I'm Rick. And I'm Rick Talk. There Rick he is. Rick Talk, yes. Welcome back, Rick Talk. Well, thanks for having me. I mean, we're, we're here at the I studio. Mean, we are here is it at really welcoming him? Well, we're welcoming him to the podcast. To the podcast, yeah. Right. I mean, if it wasn't for the podcast, he wouldn't have a place to go. That's true. Right. At, at least in the digital world. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Rick Talk. Yeah. Just saying. Oh, well. <laughs> it's not Pod Rick. That's true. Podrick. Podrick. Podrick? Oh, boy. Oh, excellent. <laughs> nice. Dun, 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 dun. <sighs> Are we ready to play that yet? Oh, I'm, I'm, I've been ready. Well, oh, you you have a painted army already? Oh. Well, <laughs> well, that means you don't play any games ever if you need a fully painted army to do anything. That is true. <laughs> I mean, I have said in the past that I have painted many, 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 many Warhammer miniatures and mm -hmm. Age of Sigmar miniatures, but I have never played a game of either, and it's because I've never painted an ar a full army for myself. Okay. I have. For, you painted one for me? Perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. What do you want to use? Orcs. Mm, sorry. Oh. Uh, almost had it. Almost yeah, had it. That, <laughs> that, that one I had not done. <laughs> well, here we are. Uh, new recording venue. Yep. So uh, we're, we are leaving the Cobra Kai D Gaming Dojo and coming into Thunderford Studios. This should We're planning on this being our new recording home for the foreseeable, foreseeable future. Foreseeable future. Yep. And so uh, one of the benefits from... Changing our venues is the availability of Rick Talk. Since this is his place, he should, <laughs> he'll probably be bouncing in on the podcast a lot more than he had in the past, which is awesome because we really enjoy talking and chatting with him. Oh, yeah. Aww. He is a plethora <laughs> of gaming knowledge, no doubt about it. Yes, indeed. So we are now two days removed from the 2022 Michigan GT. Doesn't really feel like it. <laughs> what, what, what doesn't feel like what? I feel like it was yesterday. Oh, well, Jesus, it's two <laughs> days. I mean, my legs definitely feel like it's been more than a day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I, my legs went right back to work. Oh. And it's October, so it's the busiest month oh, of the year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's so a big, we're nonstop. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I've still been going. <laughs> uh, I, I took Monday off. Must be nice. And, you know, sat around all day. <laughs> I did stuff, just not yeah. on my feet. Smart move. Yeah. So in this episode, we're going to be kind of covering what we did in the GT, what the, what our thoughts of the event were, what we liked, and what to look forward to in 2023. Yeah. And, of course, we'll talk a little bit hobby. Always talk a little bit of hobby. Got a little bit of news. Oh, you have news? Just a smidge. All right. Not much. Rick Takabe has some news. Oh, I'm sure he's got. He said that last time, and I really didn't. Well, you're <laughs> you're just way more plugged into stuff than than we are. Yeah, I, I, I have a feeling you can dig something up. Well, let's find out. All right, awesome. All right, well, sit back, relax, help us pay some bills, and we'll be back before you know it. Elderwood Academy is a group of nerdy artists and craftspeople who make premium leather and wood gaming accessories. Originally founded in 2014 at the request of Redditors to bring hex chests to life, we have since continued to bring innovative and immersive accessories to gamers everywhere. 
And welcome back, everybody. We got a little bit of a mic adjustment. I think it's uh, a for little the, bit. for the positive. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, for sure. So here we are. Uh, we're going to dissect the actual GT here in this segment. We're going to talk about uh, the event, what we thought, and where we're going to go from there. Sounds so like a good time. This was uh, the 2022 event. Yes. So this was our ninth event. Ninth event and second at this venue. Second at this venue. Uh, I thought that the venue was great. I thought it, it exceeded last year's as far as the venue was concerned. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I was a big fan of the uh, the hot nuts in the hall. <laughs> I never got any of them. Oh, I got oh, some yeah. hot nuts. Whether you got them or not, you were permeated with their stench. That's true. Oh, oh you're saying stench? Well, I mean, they smelled great. Oh, they smelled amazing. <laughs> but after, like... A day, right? It's it, got, in it, you. it did get a little overwhelming on you. after a while, Sticky. but I was I was almost angry that it was there because there was a zero percent chance I was going to get through the weekend without buying some hot nuts. <laughs> well, there, and didn't he have like uh, deep fried, dehydrated, dehydrated Skittles? Or Skittles yeah, or he, like he that, might yeah. have, but I never even made it that far. I mean, it was just <laughs> the candied almonds are. That's that's one of my kryptonites. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> They were good. Credit to the nut guy. He's All got right. good well, hot nuts. They were tasty. Yeah. You liked his nuts in your mouth. Yeah. I did. His nuts nice. were delicious Amazing. in my mouth. Yeah. Perfect. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we started on Friday. Yes. Friday featured um some of our lighter-hearted events. I think would be a good phrase. Uh, yeah. For, for most of the events that happened on Friday. Uh, Friday we focus on. A 40K team event, which is a very friendly event, as yep. well as an Age of Sigmar team event, also a friendly event. Yep. And then we had a couple things from Mantic. Yep, we had Firefight and Armada from Mantic. Right. Um, now, Armada only has a few players. It's kind of an up-and-coming yeah, game, it's so it's not like game. a hardcore tournament. Yeah, it really has a scene for it at this point. It doesn't have a tournament scene, but it definitely has a rule set that's great for a tournament. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. And how many guys did you have in that? Event? So we had four in the uh, Armada mm -hmm. tournament, uh, and actually it was we had three people signed up, and we were gonna one of the tos was gonna be sit in a sit in, and somebody came in and registered for it like half an hour before it started. Oh, amazing! Yeah, it was perfect. Right, he was one of the Kings of War guys for Saturday Sunday. Oh, very cool. You know, um, you know, I've been through a lot of the numbers and stuff from the event already. That's one of the things I spent a lot of yesterday time yesterday doing. Yeah. Is uh, looking at, um, like, online sales, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. And one of the things I was uh, pleasantly surprised by is the number of drop-in ticket sales that we had. Oh, that's good. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a pretty substantial number of sales at the event. And Sweet. Which is something that we traditionally don't have. And we've always had some. But, but it, seemed, a, it seemed a little heavier this year than in no. years past, which was pretty exciting. Um, now, that being said, we don't keep track of which exact events they were they were sure. signing up for in our in our uh, you know PayPal app or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, the database. Right. It just says charges. you know forty dollar event, eighty dollar yep. event, twenty dollar yeah. event kind of thing. Um, but there was a mix across the board. There's twenties, eighties, forties. You know, uh, quite a bit of all of them, which was pretty cool. And um, what else did we have Friday? I'm trying to remember what else we had going on. There was a lot. It didn't Horace Harris say? Horace Heresy have something small. There was. On. There was yeah. a like a very light Horace Heresy event yeah. on Friday. That's true. Yeah. There was um there was a small war machine event also. Yep. Like a 
whatever they call that intro brawl. brawl. There it is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so the I think the 40k event had around 35 teams. Okay. So about 70 players in the yep. event, and Age of Sigmar was just behind that at around like 28 teams. Very nice. Yeah. So you know between those two, uh, you know events we had you know 130 players. I I gotta say when you bring up the AOS team event, I absolutely love that they had to have matching tattoos. To score some points. That was no, awesome. There you go. To score <laughs> points. To score points. Right. They did not have to have it. Um, oh, they had to. <laughs> well, many, many were into it. You yes. Know? Um, and they don't have to be permanent. Nowhere on there does it say it has to be a permanent <laughs> tattoo, right? Right. Uh, so I think I've had that rule on there for a, a few years now. Okay. And people are figuring out that the temporary tattoo <laughs> is a solution to the points. And you get a lot of points for it. It's, uh, yeah. it's worth like 20 points. Um, I That's think I'm changing that it. next year because um, one of the also uh, bonus points is to have matching facial hair. <laughs> and I had a uh, a ladies team this year, yeah. and I thought that was kind of unfair to to have because no facial hair doesn't count as matching. Yep. So they did face paint. Hey. And so I gave them credit because oh, yeah. they got creative. And I would have given them credit. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, definitely. Yep, so they had face paint, so they got credit for right for that. Uh, but I thought the pa- face paint was really cool. <laughs> so I think I'm going with a war paint next year. Right on. Instead of tattoo, yeah. So That could be fun. We should get some crazy things going on. I think that'd be pretty cool. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah, another thing they had to – so I know we've talked about it on the podcast yeah. a bunch of times, right? Uh, but one of the, the big things – I like about the Friday event for Age of Sigmar is it's super lighthearted. Yeah, and that's and perfect for a Friday night. Perfect for a Friday game. You're going to come in Saturday, Sunday, and you're going to play super serious. So this is a good way to start the weekend on just a chill-out, fun note, right? Everybody just seemed really serious the entire weekend. Really? <laughs> no. Heck no. There was so much hooping and hollering it in was. a good way. Oh, yeah. I mean, that I was just like, a couple times, though, I was like, uh, is, there, is there about to be a fight? Right. Oh. <laughs> and then you look, and then they're just like high five right, and, right, right. and stuff. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, mo- most guys, or most people, I guess there's more than just guys there, they they really approach it with that attitude, which is great. Yeah. Uh, you always get a handful that take it a little too seriously. Uh, but the vast majority come at it with the right attitude, yeah. and which is great to see. Yep, 100%. I think one of the phrases I heard the most this weekend is, "Oh my God, that looks so good." Oh, as far as like, yeah, yeah. Well, as far people's as like, armies and stuff yeah, like all that. Of commenting, the above. People commenting on other people's painted armies, mm-hmm. uh, not just at the Age of Sigmar or 40k areas, right? Just in general, in general, right? Wherever you walked around, or, or if they walked by and someone was carrying their army or whatever, someone would, uh, oh my was, God, that looks so that good, looks amazing. Yeah, it was. Yep. It was really cool. That's one of the best parts of the miniature wargaming scene, right? You know, just the, the time and effort that people put into the presentation of their pieces. Yeah. Um, you had some amazing display boards. Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, the winner was absolutely fantastic. Um, Which one ended up winning? It was the the, the Medieval Town. Oh. Yeah, by Lisa Quibino. Yeah, with yeah, the she, tanks kept she, rolling through. Yes. That thing was so badass. She did a really good job. Yeah. You know, so uh, I don't I don't know if you saw it. I did. Doc. Yeah. So if you looked at it closely, so she had a medieval village mm-hmm. with cobblestone road and all this jazz. And then on 
so basically it was representing uh, a force's tanks rolling in and occupying this village. And so on one side of the village you had the anti people who were like protesting against the military coming into town <laughs> yep. and they're all up in arms, you know, you know, waving their fists at the tanks as they rolled in and on the other side were the people that were happy that they were in town and they're you know kind of you know happy and cheering on the other side of the street. It, it was it was kind of neat. It was well, actually more than kind of neat. It was very neat. Uh, it neat was enough to win. <laughs> it was neat, it was neat enough to win. Yeah, I had I think four armies that all scored 95 out of 100. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah, for okay. for the pink scores. Nice. Right. And uh but I had no hundreds, which this thing this is the first year in a while I haven't had a hundred. Oh. Um that being said, the 495s were all fantastic. Yeah. And um a I didn't have the army one. The oh, overall, yeah. overall appearance for Age of Sigmar. That was a pretty badass looking one too. <laughs> yes, it, it was beautiful. Uh his display was super neat too. It was yeah. just didn't have quite the character and the massive attention to detail yeah. that that Lisa's had. Sure. Yeah. She really went above and beyond on the display board. Yeah, she did. Yeah. It was super cool. I didn't get a chance to look at the 40K display boards at all. Did you guys get a chance to look at those two? I did not. I think that was uh, that was one of the things that I would say as a critique. W- was, was a slight fail? Well, I wouldn't say it as a fla- fail because you yeah. needed the space. Right. You needed to expand beyond the main right. to one hall into another space sure. uh, for 40K because it is your biggest event, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just the the fact that it was across the hall in the in the in the uh, yep. uh, convention center. Right. Um it it was just not a wasn't conducive to seeing it all right right so one of the things that adepticon does that i i'm always very impressed with um <laughs> at least from 40k yeah. side the aos this last year was the first year they had done it is they kind of do on the saturday night they'll do like an armies on parade oh very cool so they'll take you know the top dozen or whatever and then they set their stuff up out in in the hallway leading up into the main hall and then people so can go everybody can see it yeah and it's amazing it, it really <laughs> yeah it really is you know is that something that you could do next year like absolutely because there is a lot of dead space absolutely in, out in that hall. Yeah. yes 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 uh yeah but it would be something that you know like hey you know we'd like you to come put it up oh give a, an award away with it would be the way to do it absolutely right? that's, oh, how yeah. you, that's how you're going to get the participation yep um and then they can come in set it up from you know, eight p.m. to nine thirty or something like that. Sure. You know, and you know, get time, go grab dinner or whatever, come back, and then you know, pick your stuff up, kind of thing. And it's also nice because that would allow all the game systems get involved. That's true. Um, because I know, like our Kings of War guys, they do a pretty serious amount to their display boards. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously the Horus Heresy guys, some of them do. Yes, they do a little bit. Yes, like, they do. Crazy. Right. Um, and I'm sure like the MCP. Marvel Crisis Protocol, you they come could. Up with, could come up oh, with some yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 There's a probably being a little smaller scale. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so with Dead guys, You got six guys, but, you know, well, still, yeah. if it's cool enough, and if you put enough time into it, it doesn't matter, yeah, exactly. Right? It doesn't matter the size. Yeah. I mean. Well, that's what you're <laughs> Some of the size of those displays at Adepticon, mm-hmm. like, last. Well, insane. Yeah. During, how tall was that? 27 feet? I don't, I don't we, know. We, it was ridiculous. Right. There, there's a number of them that are. Just massive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and impressive. And all the way around. Extremely well done. Yeah. And hours upon hours thrown into it. And that's super awesome. And 
you know, it'd be cool oh, if yeah. we could see something similar at, at our event too. Yeah, and to be a, be able to put it out in the hallway for all of the different events to do it. Right. I think would set us apart mm-hmm. because for the most part, Adepticon well, is all stuff. GW. Right. That's true. So this would give us a little bit more. Yeah. And get more people involved in the hobby. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't disagree, and it's something that's very achievable. Oh yeah. I mean, you're not really talking about <laughs> much effort on our end, yeah. Because right? this exactly. is this is all effort on the participants' end. Yep. Other than giving them a space and sticking around to do the judging, which that yeah. part isn't the easiest, <laughs> because after a long day, you want to go get some food. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I did get to see a little bit of the 40k displays. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday when I. Dipped out to go get my son. Right. Levi came in. Right and we first went in there, and there was a couple armies that were still set up on their displays. Okay. Uh, they they had awesome-looking displays. Oh, cool. And even walking around without the models mm-hmm. on them, some of them was like, wow, okay. Because <laughs> no models, and it still looked badass. Yeah, if it's done right. But, yeah, outside of that, I didn't get a chance to see them when they okay. were being judged. All right. Well, I think one of the ways that you could make it so that it isn't such a uh, another – heavy load for the TOs mm-hmm. to, to, to handle in regards to judging those mm-hmm. is getting other individuals that are there to be the judges yeah. for things, no. such as, like, have your vendors send oh. a rep oh, out yeah. to judge it. That's a good idea. Right. It, gives, it, it also gives them a, an opportunity to maybe move away from the booth for a little bit right. <laughs> and see some stuff that they wouldn't yep. normally have seen. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then, you know, Mantic could be, like, you know, <laughs> given a good prize and – Warlord to give a good prize sure. to who you know war, you know Warlord's bastard right whatever yeah. you know oh, yeah so different categories different right yeah 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 kind of a their own subcategory in a way yep, right absolutely yep. good idea that's all I got told you write it down Rick would, Rick would have some ideas <laughs> I yep, knew it there I knew it, it. Is. absolutely so um, Saturday was the big day Saturday was the big day right and I thought that the event w- looked full. Um, it was pretty full in there, yeah. across and the room. Across the room, <laughs> for the most part. You know, yeah. there's a couple little little nooks and crannies that you know we had some last minute cancellations yeah. on a booth or two because for health reasons and stuff yep. like that. Um, so that created a little tiny bit of dead space, but not much. No, every every space outside of that one end where the vendors were lined up against the wall there, uh, was occupied. Right. Right. Yeah. And I th- I think. Uh, Right in front of me was the bolt action. Yep. Mm-hmm. All 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 Saturday, and that right. was <laughs> that was <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, whoever their TO was was very animated. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Fertella. Yeah, he was very. It was very fun to watch. He's a good guy. Absolutely. Um. Oh, some breaking news. Um. Where it is? You forgot is, the button. No. That's fine. <laughs> um. Jeff Fertella has told me that they are shooting for a two-day event next year for oh sweet for bolt action yeah right on so that's that's really cool news yeah uh, it is. I think it's a long time coming yeah for that system I mean they've they've been a part of the GT for a while now yep and I th- think it will be a good thing right on yeah well, definitely keep some of the attendees there right <laughs> no no for yep. sure so you know when they were starting to plan the conquest event for this year. Yeah, because you know they ran conquest last year, yep. and it was a it was a one day event. Yeah, um, and when they approached me this year about it, you know they're like, "Well, we want to run a one one day event again." And I said, "Well, you can, you know, that's fine." I said, "But why don't you shoot for a two day event?" Because 
people are only going to drive so far for a day, right? You know, that's yeah. a big commitment for gas and yeah, food it really is. and everything else, you know, just for a day. Yep. But if you give them two days, you know, that's at least a reason to travel. And if you can pick up an event on the third day, yep. that's even more reason to travel, right? Yep, you know, because exactly. you can really, I mean, cause it's going to cost you the same amount of gas, whether it's one day or three days. Yep. Right. You know, that's one of your your big fixed costs of the trip. So why not, you know, give multiple things to to participate in? Yeah. So they did, and they had almost 16 people. Yep, exactly. Up from four last year. Yeah. Now, granted, also very new game last year, which is a big part of why they only had four. But. You know they've they've really been pushing that community in the in this region. Yeah, and in in the community is is really responding. Yeah, on both the west side and the east side, they've been doing right. a ton but, of conquest, but not the Lansing side so much, which is interesting. Nope. Nobody here has really got it, any traction on it. Right. Yeah. I mean, Evo carries a little bit. We got to get south side <laughs> this as well, right? Yeah. I mean, well, down in Jackson. Yeah. Oh, they have stuff in Jackson? I don't know. I just oh. wanted to say Jackson. Okay. Jackson. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> there's nothing that ever goes on in Jackson. <laughs> Jackson is just the town you pass. <laughs> right. It's a drive through state. <laughs> you, you do not stop in that city. Yeah, don't stop. You might yeah. need gas. That's about it. But Conquest was well represented in the vendor space. It was. Extremely yes, well. it was. Extremely, <laughs> they, came, they came heavy. And they sold a lot of Conquest. They did. And I have a strong feeling it wasn't mostly the Conquest players that were buying the Conquest. Oh, no, it wasn't. No, it, it was not. Right. It, it, it was. I know some of the Bolt Action guys bought some stuff up mm-hmm. while they were out there. Absolutely. I saw um, some of your Dead Zoners. So we had, yeah, so between Dead Zone, Firefight, and Kings of War, so was that 30, 36-some players or something like that, um, probably almost half of them bought something for Conquest. Right. Yeah. It... it the game has people's attention. Yes, it does. Right, and we knew that last year after the event. You know, yeah, we, we saw we, it. We could smell it, right? Yeah, we, you could smell it last year. Case in point, we both got armies, right. <laughs> and and this year you're starting to taste it. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I, I really, I've thrown out a, a challenge to the Ians, who who <laughs> ran the event, and um, I challenge them to double again next year, and I think they can do it. And I think it would it would be beneficial for them because they just released the new rules for um, the skirmish part of firefight, it. Firefight, yeah, yeah, to do or that. not firefight, but first blood, first blood. That, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, wrong, wrong system, wrong company. <laughs> Too many um, words flowing in my head. Uh, but to do that, like on Friday, do I, a fun I, little. I agree. I mean, that's oh, yeah. exactly what they should be doing. Right? Yes, you know, and I, and it seems that from the responses that Parabellum was pretty excited with the turnout. Yeah. You know, I know they're not pulling huge crowds yet at, well, at, sure. any, at any venue, you know, but to have, you know, 14 players participate yep. from an event that was at four last year is pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of cool to see all of them all painted up and stuff, Oh, too. yeah, that, too. I mean, they, that's another one of those I'd love to see a display board for oh, Conquest. Oh, heck, yeah. Yeah, you could do some really cool stuff with Oh, yeah. Game. Yeah, you can make some pretty sweet displays. Have, have either of you ever seen the Conquest booth? When it's set up, at Adepticon, at any uh, oh, so at Adepticon, did they have the big tower? Oh yeah, I've seen it. Oh yeah, oh my god, yeah, yeah with, with like the yeah. village. Oh yeah, the castle wall. Yes, yes. and then and coming the, out and the whole, over the bridge. Yeah, they have all the yeah. table the tabletop world terrain. Yep. Yeah, it looks it's so beautiful. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's very impressive. Yeah, just so so to see them with their boards, 
right would be great oh yeah oh, it would be sure it'd be fantastic yeah I'm, I'm excited to follow the growth of that game yeah it's fun to play too i really enjoy the rule set it is it's i a mean good game. i can see why it's gaining popularity i should probably put my box together it'd be smart yeah maybe i mean i know a couple of guys who play yeah yeah and then they come down to your studio do they they're actually yeah you're actually talking to them right now <laughs> hell yeah and now every that we, day, all day. Now that we got the actual war gaming table set up in here now. Right. No, yeah. We can actually do some war gaming on <laughs> Sure. What? We got to grow it a little bit. It's got to uh, be a is little Is it too bit. short? Hey, it's good for, like, my bit. games yeah. of Dead Zone and stuff. Right. But it's definitely not big enough for Conquest. Nope. Oh, is it not? No. We, no. Got, we got one coming. Okay. You got, an, right. you got another table coming in. Good Lord. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, our flagship event. Yes. Warhammer 40,000. Well, we had about 132 players show. Okay. Uh, over 140 tickets sold. Yeah. About 132 actually participated. Right on. Uh, so that was really exciting. I, I don't, sadly, don't remember the name of, of the winner of that event. It was someone no. I had never heard of before, uh, which is always fun when, oh, that's when cool. an unknown name, yeah. you know, pulls it out. Because, you know, um, the Midwest region has some very strong players. And so uh, the usual suspects didn't win, which is always exciting. <laughs> and then and as far as our other big event, the Age of Sigmar event, which is the event that I run, yep. uh, we had about 70 people show. Okay. Over 80 tickets sold, about seven. We had an, an odd number of no-shows, which was weird. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, life happens. Yep, you know, it sure some does. Some things go on. And uh, we had um, Bill Souza won the event. And uh, Bill Souza is a guy from Pittsburgh. He's the captain. Oh, okay. He's the captain of Team America. Oh so wow! <laughs> for the, the guys that travel out to Europe, yeah. you know, to compete in the European Team Championship. Yeah, great guy. Uh, I think we had a total of four or five guys from Team America at oh, the event. Right on. Yeah. So if you were an Age of Sigmar player and you were coming, <laughs> there was some really high end competition. Yeah. You know, which is awesome. I mean, and all of them are great guys. So you know, even. If they were going to kick your teeth in, at least you know, at least you had a good game yeah. while doing so, right? And they're the kind of guys that will you know give you feedback if you want feedback after the game and that kind of thing. Oh, right on. And uh, Bill actually did one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And at the end, when it was time for him to get his prize, he didn't he didn't need any more plastic. He said he's got more than he can ever paint anyway. So uh, <laughs> he called out the the youngest participant in the event. You know, which was a, a young uh, 15-year-old high school kid, a Luke Edinger, and uh, he said, come on up and, and pick out the prize you want, buddy. And so he walked away with a nice haul. That 15-year-old was on cloud nine. Oh, he was. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, absolutely. Anytime something like that happens, that's one of those ones where people's heartstrings get pulled a little oh, bit. Oh, absolutely, know? absolutely. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, the entire crowd just erupted in, in a cheer for this kid, you know, which was really cool. Yeah, you guys actually kind of – Competed against last year's 40k mic for volume. Yeah, if you oh, guys were loud, without, yeah. without, it without was the so microphone, awesome. though, yeah, without yeah, the microphone. Yeah, if you guys keep so it down awesome. next time, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll work on it. It was, um, yeah. Bill had told me what he was gonna do, yeah, you know, a little bit before. You know, oh, okay. He 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 wrapped his game fast. Yeah, uh, I think he he won his game in about an hour and a half, <laughs> and so he was just hanging out. You know, he goes, hey, I don't need anything. He says, you know, do you know this guy? You know, I said, yeah. yeah. I said, he said, well, don't let him leave. I said, okay. So <laughs> I uh, I went over to his mom and said, yeah, make sure you guys stick around. Oh, right on. It'd be a really good idea. So, <laughs> that is so yeah, cool. And so she did. And, yeah. I mean, it's also it's also cool 
to also talk about the fact that you have a 15-year-old oh, totally. playing in your tournament. And not only that, but this is the third time he's been. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, he and his brother have been coming to him for the last three events, which is, I think it's super cool. And, yes. it, and it says a lot about those kids and the way they were, they were raised. Yep. That they can sit in a room full of grown-ass men and... For two days. Well, not only two days, but also <laughs> but communicate with them. Yep. And not be intimidated by them. Well, they might be a little bit intimidated, but but not so intimidated that they're unwilling to to play. Yeah. Right? Not like Levi when he came over and said hi to you. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Levi. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. Oh, I gave him the business. <laughs> Levi's Rick's son. And Rick Rick introduced him to me, and I just, <laughs> as soon as he was hiding in the shell, I just unleashed on him and, and wouldn't. He is so timid. I just I would not. I just did not back off that kid. Yeah, he'll be afraid of me now for life. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought it's it's really cool that both he and his brother, you know, yeah. keep coming back, man. They just keep coming back for more. And I I I mean, I run into them at Adepticon, I run at, at <laughs> run into them at Motor City. I mean, they are into Dedicated. this hobby, which is so cool. So you would say for the overall weekend that would have been your golden moment. Oh, was, was Bill doing that? Hands down. Yeah. How about you, Rick? Exactly. Golden what, moment? What was yours? <laughs> I mean, everybody has one. Oh, sure. So, actually, there was two guys for Firefight and Dead Zone from Wisconsin. They had signed up for 2020 Adepticon to be their first tournament. They didn't, obviously, that didn't happen for them. Um, and they really wanted to go to a tournament, and they started listening to Brian and I's podcast, mm-hmm. Dead Zone the Podcast. Right. Uh, so, when they came in... Brian and I, because Friday night, Firefight was right next to the front doors. They came in, and they immediately recognized Brian and I. And they came up, and they said, we just want to shake your guys' hand because we absolutely love the podcast, and you guys are the reason we're here. Oh, that's cool. That and that was nice. so awesome yeah. for Brian and I. We were like, aw. <laughs> that, that's that really cool. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, Rick Talk, what you got? All right, so actually, I have two. Oh, two. I, the first one was, I think it was the game Firefight. All right. The guy who had the squirrel arm. <laughs> John that Carter. Was oh, my amazing. God. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And the fact that it was a kit bash piece yep. made me very sad. Oh, you wanted to buy it? <laughs> I wanted to buy it. <laughs> you did. You said something I to said, me about I it. Bought, I would have bought an entire squirrel army for that game <laughs> if it was a legit uh, faction to, to pick up. Yeah. You know, I, I know a, a 3D designer who could design you the heads, and you just 3D, have them 3D printed and plug them on whatever you want. <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I would do that. To- in, totally in, doable. In heartbeat. Totally doable. Because um, there's a really cool comic book I like called Scoriers, mm-hmm. and it's All kind right. of like um, over the, uh, like, um, uh, what's the mouse guard? But squirrels. Oh, but squirrels. yeah. You read, you read comics? I do. Freaking nerd. I, yes. Yes, sir. And then the second piece I thought I was really full. was was great was um, at the booth that I was doing, mm-hmm. we had the Vallejo paints and everything, yes. right? And someone had to replace a piece in their army, and they had to paint their miniature before they could play it. Oh, oh really? So they came over. That's a hardcore judge right there. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Well, hold on. 
it broke and he needed to get a, get a paint on it or he didn't have it painted. He had no paint oh, on it. Oh, okay. That's right. as bad. So like either he forgot that right. that piece to his army or missed it or, or something. whatever, yeah. And he came over, he had he had to put it together. Mm-hmm. He borrowed glue from one of the other vendors and he sat down <laughs> and he he painted the three colors that he needed to have on that That's on hilarious. before the thing. I was like this is an idea. Yeah. So, so, so what did you do with the 10 bucks you charged him to use the paints? I didn't charge him anything. <laughs> I just sat there and go, are you sure you want to use that color? Yeah, yeah. You know, is, that, is that the color you no, want to no, go no, with? It's not very blood red looking. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to go any faster. That's right, yeah. That's, right. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, but it was, yeah, yeah. it was that and also, you know, the interactions with the folks that did stop by the booth right. and sat down and painted miniatures. Uh, it's always fun. But it's it's really fun when it's the kids, right? Right, that are like they haven't painted in a while, and they're looking forward to, or they've never painted at all, and they find themselves doing it, and they're enjoying it, and they're chatting about it amongst themselves, sure, sure. And, and the parents are like, "Wait, they, this is a thing that will keep them quiet for a while." Right, well, <laughs> you, you'd be surprised, my right. dad. Right, right, and so all that was great. God, you know, it really surprises me that you don't see more parents trying to get their kids into these type of games. You know, it's like, I don't know about you guys, but I can add dice like a mofo. I can do math in my head so freaking fast. Mm-hmm. Arithmetic, addition, subtraction. Levi doesn't think about it in school. Right. Because we started playing board games sure. when he was like six. Sure. And change it from board games to right larger games uh, yeah keep adding more dice and absolutely. adding more dice absolutely it's a great way to get them involved in math right you know i mean i'll look at stuff in my way how did you do this so fast like, well, i've been doing this for 40 years right <laughs> it's just a uh, denomination of 36 d6 right i mean come on <laughs> yeah well i still use my hands so right. <laughs> alaska public school lean right there it's <laughs> ah yeah probably <laughs> for sure <laughs> Super funny, but I agree. I, I think that's something that uh, more parents should be cognizant of or, or made aware of. And but how do we do that? How do we get more parents that right. aren't in a, that don't float around the space of yeah, hobby? It's a challenge, right? right? It is. It is a challenge. You know, um, well, there's a lot of ways, but you know, there as, are as a you know network engineer, <laughs> it's not <laughs> not really my thing to go out and and teach other people how to you know bring stuff to their kids. Sure, and I'm not allowed to drive any more minivans around right. schools to pick yes. up kids to take yeah, to the game store. Yeah, you're banned. Right, yep. right. No. <laughs> that leaves you. That leaves you. Yep. Like, what are your ideas? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, like seriously, you think about like events like the Michigan GT. Right. So, like, when you talk about bigger and better for the next following years and everything, sure. it, little things like that, paint and take, mm-hmm. um, and advertising it in other communities. Right. That are local, yeah. and you start local, and that's where you go with it. You have to, right? You have yeah. To. You know, come thinking back on it now, you know when my my son's you know almost twenty seven yeah. now, you know, but you know he grew up around gaming, yep. big time, and he's still a role player to this day. Um, but while he was in like junior high and early high school, yeah, he and like three or four guys played forty k quite a bit. Yeah, you know, and I had my old Space Marine army. That was just sitting on a shelf in a box, and I was like, "Anytime there you, you go. guys want to play, yeah, this is for you. You know, not going to screw it up. I don't care if it gets chipped or whatever. You yep. know, who, who gives a crap? You, know, you guys just have a good time. 
And so my son had his, you know, and then that was the loner army, you yep. know. And then um, I even helped another one of his buddies um, buy an army. Like, I, re- right I re- yeah, I reached out to, you know, some people in an online community I was part of. And yeah. I said, hey, I got a 13-year-old who's looking to get in the hobby. He's got a $200 budget that he got his birthday money. What can we do for it? What can we do with it? And and he got about $1,000 worth of miniatures nice. for $200. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's just something that someone was sitting on the shelf going, you know what, I'm never going to use this again, and this will be way better use than it's sitting on my shelf. I, I think another thing that would be a good way to get more kids involved in the hobby would be if there was a opportunity for – a Stranger Things moment to happen for that mm-hmm. for that generation of kids, <laughs> right? Because yeah. Stranger Things really had oh, an effect on yeah. like Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. right? Yeah, so 100%. I was really uh, I was really excited when um, South Park had their their board game club. Yes, they did. episodes, <laughs> they right? Did, yep. And they really and they featured uh, uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol, right? Yep. Because at Gen Con that year, they were there and they saw it and they wanted it. Mm-hmm. And they were like super impressed by it. Matt and Trey were. Mm-hmm. Matt and Trey were. Okay. And then they <laughs> went back and they did an episode. That, it was I think it was multiple episodes around the board game right. yeah. club. Yeah, and the yeah. girls yes, had the they better did, club because right. Mantic yes. had one. <clears throat> Mantic had a game in it too. Right. They had Armada. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, and, that's cool. and so, if only that would have caught fire amongst the kids. Right. Right. Yeah. But this show's not really aimed at kids. Agree. Right. So we need to find <laughs> one that yeah, could yeah. be. No, no. It has a, a board game club at a high school. Yes. Because you always hear about chess clubs. Right. Right. And you know, a lot of schools do have gaming clubs. Right. Yeah. You actually, uh, my kid's school has one. Do they? Okay. Yeah. They have both a board game club and a D and D club. Okay. So and when, with something you, like that, I would want to be like, hey, could we come in and show a game that is more hobby? Yeah. Than right. than board. Right. Yep. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Hence, you do your dungeon quest or whatever. Well, or something that would be like from your guys' show, I would take Crisis Protocol. Sure. They, oh, they would yeah. all fairly inexpensive to get into. They all yep. recognize the heroes. Right. It's, it's very six yeah. models to paint. Yep. You know, it's not. You, yeah. You're not getting it over your head. It's it's a very good intro game. Yeah. yeah. Which would show them that stuff, and then you know you encourage them to start a school team. Mm-hmm. And when they come to your guys' event, <laughs> they're coming. They're yeah. coming in their school jackets or whatever. That'd be t-shirts, and that'd be ridiculously cool. It would be yeah, super. It sure cool. would. You're right. Yeah, you're right. That would be amazingly cool. Yeah. Can you imagine having you know Mason High School versus Bath <laughs> High School? You know, <laughs> that would be I, awesome. That would be really cool. Yeah. Yep. No, that is that would be very very cool actually. Right. So how do we make it happen? I told you he was full of ideas. I, I told you listen to this episode that Rick was full of ideas. Well, the thing is, is it's not original ideas, and I'm sure some of the listeners have had these same thoughts or maybe even acted on them and yeah. have had success. Right. So if you are listening and you've had success in encouraging local schools to participate in a board game club, which also leaked over into a hobby space mm-hmm. for miniature wargaming, please let us yeah, know. Yeah, we want to hear about <laughs> it. Yeah. So no, that we, we can, because yeah, we we're not here to invent, reinvent the wheel if it no. already exists. No, for sure. Yeah, good point. I guess I got some work to do with Bath. Because <laughs> yes. I happen to be the one in this room that has a middle schooler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not me. Yeah, I'm well past that point. Yep. Which gives you a good five to six years of active partip- participation with yeah, that exactly. school because of your engagement. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's that. It. I just got to get Levi over that uh, hiding in the corner. The, the social awkwardness, which he doesn't have when he's with his friends. He doesn't. That's not uncommon. at all. That's not uncommon. 
you told me that he was the ringleader when he was with his friends. Oh, he's totally oh, the ringleader. Oh, really? Yeah, he oh, is. Oh, that's interesting. Like, um, so he got in trouble in school the other day mm-hmm. um, because his buddies were talking. And the teacher said, I know you weren't talking, but you're guilty by association. Oh, okay, fair. And I'm, I'm sure this isn't the first instance. You know it's yeah, not, right. and it won't be the last. But, yeah, he's totally the instigator. Okay. <laughs> As quiet and shy as he was Saturday. Right, right. Just like his dad. <laughs> okay. In- instigator. What? Yeah, you heard me. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll uh, take yeah. it. Okay. Well, very cool. Um, So Sunday. Yes, Sunday. Wrapped up a so lot. So Sunday wrapped up a lot, right. There weren't a ton of standalone events on Sunday. No, it was By pretty design. much all. By design. Day, yeah. You know, we, we really, we do shoot for multi-day events uh, yeah. for Saturday, Sunday. Uh, we're open to single-day events. Uh, we did have... Well, Star Star Wars Legion was two day. Yep. Uh, Hounds of War, Napoleonics. That was a very cool addition this year, by the way. I'm I'm actually sad that I didn't get an opportunity to actually walk back in that area. And yeah, see what there was a dude was like. dressed up like a British redcoat that was playing the game. Yep, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> He's probably a nerd. Really? Cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I I thought well, that, we salute you. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. I thought it was very cool to add that event. Yeah. Um, you know, historics is not something that, you know, we have a lot of ties to, you know, yep. as individuals who, who organize the event. They reached out to us and said that they would be interested in, in running an event. And, you know, if we have an, an event organizer who can put something together, we're open to giving them a shot, you know, and if they can get a hand, you know, four or five people signed yeah. up, we'll let it go. You know, with with the hopes that it grows down the road, yep, right? Exactly. But you know, we'll, we'll we we have a little bit of space to give to that. Oh yeah, and we'll give you a shot. I mean, there's a number of times that we don't hit that minimum, you yeah. know, and then we got to slough those games off as we're getting closer to the show. But they had, I think, six participants in it. Yep. And so, which was really good for a first year event. That was super cool, and it's definitely a. A genre that we're not too familiar with, you know. The uh, we have the fl- the uh, bolt action, bolt action, which is sure. also historical, you know. But that's not like serious historical, it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It, it's kind of a fun historical, historical light, yeah. If you if you know what I mean, <laughs> yep. uh, those rules are designed to be very player friendly and not crunchy, yeah. Like a lot of it's the very historical like games sixth, are seventh grade history, <laughs> right? Oh, well, not only that, but I mean, you don't have to be anal about how your units are marked yep. and we're not replicating this exact battle, you know, cause a lot of times yeah. those historical games get they're, super detailed. Yeah. Right. And, and they're not for the casual gamer. And it was, it was nice to kind of have a little bit of different flair down there. Yeah. And it was a different scale than is normally. Yeah. It's 15, as well. 15 millimeter, which is, you know, quite different. You're right. And when you field a 15 millimeter scaled army to the, in a Napoleonic or historic, uh, true historical, mm-hmm. that takes up some space. And yes, it, it does. looks impressive. It does look impressive. And yeah. w- w- I'm a little upset I did not go back yeah. and actually you, observe it. You were pretty close. Next year. Yeah. I mean, they were just down to the, the left. Yeah. Right down I mean, the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, our Horace Heresy event had super great turnout. Yes, it did. You know, that I uh, almost sold out. It was a couple people away from selling out, which is that's fantastic. That's so awesome. Which is a... Uh, that, that's 40K historicals. <laughs> what? It's what it is. It is. I know. It's completely. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of hilarious. I mean, it's a civil really, war. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, 
Gosh, I'm trying to. Th- I know I'm forgetting some stuff. We had uh, Star Wars Legion. We had Armada. Star Wars Armada. Did you have R- X Wing as well? Yeah, we did have X. Thank you. We had X Wing as well. Yep. I think that fired on Friday. I want to say. Yeah, that was uh, Friday. I thought. I thought I saw something going on Saturday. Maybe. Like so, there's so much stuff going the, on. There really is. <laughs> I can't keep track of it all in all the days, right? Yeah, but uh, War Machine Hordes had oh, stuff going on. War Machine Hordes. Yeah. Did you just say that? Yeah, I did. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some people doing some demo tables of the Mark IV up front. Yeah. Which was interesting. Mark IV. So it, that's the War Machine's new rule set. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, That's coming yeah. out, okay. yeah. Yeah, they actually they actually sent a representative out. Oh, great. Yeah, Privateer Press did. Um, I, I think she's actually from Michigan originally. So I think it was kind of a visiting family. I'll, I'll hit this up while I'm there kind of thing. Yeah. But nice. still cool. Yeah. You know, very nice of them to come out and represent. Um, they came and supported our event very nicely, which we're all, always very appreciative of. Yeah. Um, but, you know, overall, I, I really thought the event went well. Yep. Um, always a couple things that you wish you would have done a little bit differently. I'll tell you what, the biggest thing that I heard back from everybody. Right. They absolutely loved the text messages. Really? They like. That's good to know. I didn't hear anything bad Great. about it at all. In fact, I heard mostly, are you guys going to do more with this? Okay. Good to know. Um, I heard that from a lot of different guys from different systems all the way around. Excellent. That's that's good to hear. I didn't hear any of that, but I didn't ask any questions around it either. Okay. <laughs> no, no, good to know. Well, there you go. We had about um, 20% participation. Yeah. You know, as far as registering for it, which I thought was really good for asking people to scan a QR code. You know, yep. and sign themselves up. You know, a lot of those kind of things, um, you kind of got to force it. Yeah. You know, force it down their throats a little bit to get them to sign up for it, which we're going to do next year. Uh, um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, I was I was happy with that. Yeah. Um, and it's something that we will definitely grow with. Um, if anyone out there is listening and is interested in doing something similar for one of their events, uh, contact me. I can put you in, in touch with the guy who helped us out. Um, it's just kind of a side gig of what he's doing with his, his regular job. And, you know, I thought it worked very, very well, right on. especially for the price. Yeah, and also it, you guys mainly used it for prizes. Th- right? That was the sole real purpose right. behind it this year. Th- yeah. But did you also use it for, like, uh, start times, you know, nope. none of that? No, nope, none of that. Okay. Not yeah. this year, but. I, I could see it. I could see using it going forward. Um he needs. He would need to. Right now, you can only. Uh, you have to access it through a web browser, right. and, and you got to upload the phone numbers. So until he gets, he's planning on on building a web app for it or, or a phone app. And when that gets finished, then all that stuff becomes a lot more viable. Okay, cool. Yeah, because nice. if I had, if I could just have a a plugin for my event or your or you know separate plugins for each sub event. Yeah, it really opens up a lot of opportunities of what you could do for it. Um, but since I don't have a laptop sitting in front of me the whole time, it just really wasn't super viable for each TO. Sure. Um, but something that can be built in the future for sure. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I think that about covers the event as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, sure does. I, well, you had a couple other things oh, here that I think got? people might want to know about. So you had two different streaming slash recording oh, spaces. Oh, yeah. true. Yeah, we did. Right. So I'm guessing that a lot Very of the good stuff point. that was on the – the live stream content right. is now video on demand and able to be yeah, seen for both. For, so again, for anybody that's listening, right? Uh, if you go and I don't know, I don't know where it's. You should be posted. able to find the links for it on our Facebook page. Excuse okay. 
In fact, I know you can for the, the Age of Sigmar stuff, and I'm pretty right, sure yeah. the 40K stuff is there as well. Okay. So, and yeah. uh, High Ground Gaming is the group that did the Age of Sigmar stuff, and uh, I don't know the guy uh, who did the 40K stream, unfortunately. Yeah, but, it's, but it is on the web? Yeah, it should be, it on, should the be on the Facebook page. page, yeah. All right, cool, because, again, if you were listening, you, did, you wanted to attend, but you couldn't because life or whatever, right. you can always go back and experience some of the play right there yep. on those yeah, videos on demand. Absolutely. Now if we can figure out how to get all those firefighters that are there on Saturday, Sunday to come on a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. What well, well, we need to figure out is if we can have their, their space. That's what we want. Uh, yeah. Until they need to set up on Sunday. Uh, yeah. Right? Because <laughs> you could still have those, that space for two yeah, days. It could, it, it could take Ish. some juggling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Well, well, I might have to look into that, Rick. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, excellent. Uh, we're going to bounce out for a minute, but before yep. we do so, I want to take a couple seconds, and I want to highlight some of our platinum sponsors. So I want to really take a second here, and I want to thank uh, Golden or not um, AFK Games, Acropolis Games, Warlord Games, a lot of games, Mantic <laughs> Games. Um, who am I missing? Parabellum. Yeah, Parabellum. Parabellum, as well as Thunderforge Studios. Woo-woo. So thank you all very, very much. We really appreciate your support, and without companies like yours, we couldn't make all this happen. So hang on. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with some news. Games for Life is a full-service game store in Lake Orion, Michigan. They carry a broad range of board, card, dice, RPG, and miniature games. Gaming accessories and modeling supplies like paint, primer, glue, and flock are always stocked. They feature ample in-store play space and a growing demo library to support their motto of stay and play. You can check them out on Facebook at Games for Life Shop. It's time for the news, see? Here we are. We have just finished the 2022 Michigan GT. Rick Talk, what do you got? Well, I have some good news. Uh, Warlord Games, one of the sponsors for yes. the Michigan GT, is now available through distribution, through Bridge Distribution. Okay. So if anybody out there is a retailer that participates in listening to the podcast mm -hmm. and are looking to find some more Warlord games for yourselves to include Bolt Action, Epic Battles, Conflict 47, and all the other ones, you can get it through Bridge Distribution. Oh, that's some interesting right news. on. Also... Mm -hmm. I have no doubt that there are people that would listen to your podcast that uh, probably have an interest in joining or being a part of tabletop gaming as far as work. Okay. Right? So if you are interested in finding work in the tabletop gaming space, mm -hmm. there is a Facebook group called Tabletop Game Jobs. Okay. Where they list a bunch of jobs all over the industry. Some of the most recent ones are... Asmodee North America is looking for a senior graphic designer. Oh. Um, Ravensburger North America is hiring for a narrative lead for their trading card games, which is they're the ones that come in, are coming out with the, the um, CCG that is very Disney-focused. Oh, really? And uh, okay. trying to put it up against Magic. So it, does it actually have licensing from Disney? It is. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, I might actually have to look that one up. Yeah. yeah. The Pokemon Company is hiring for an associate producer of mar uh, market marketing manager. For trading card games, and Stormlight role-playing game by Brotherwise Games is looking for employees as well. But they put up easily five to ten different jobs every day. Oh, really? Oh, right? wow! Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So 
again, if, if you have an interest in finding work within the tabletop game jobs, uh, gaming space, look up tabletop game jobs on Facebook. You know, I bet um, most of those jobs would work remote, too, these days. Almost all of them are. Yeah. What a weird time we live in, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. I mean, you know, it kind of used to be, you know, if you wanted to get into this, you had to live in Nottingham or, hey, yep. you know, or something to that yeah. effect. Nottingham, right? Seattle. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's, there's a hand, there was a handful of gaming hubs. Yep. Right? Yep. Minneapolis, Minnesota for right. Fantasy Flight. Right. And Asthma Day yeah. all up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's there's crazy. A couple little spots, right? Yep. And if you weren't in those spots, you were out of the running, basically, or, or you had to relocate, right? Now you just need a good high-speed internet connection. Right. Yep. Yeah, it's wild. And the ability to Zoom all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a Zoomer. <laughs> uh, so a little bit of GW news. Um, we have announced today that the, uh, or actually it's pre-announced. It's not even, well, when this drops, when it will drop yesterday. Yeah. Uh, they will have announced uh, the new um, Sons of Behemoth battle tome for, okay. the, for the Giants. Yep. As well as the Lumineth Realm Lords battle tome. Both dropping the same week, next week. Huh, right on. Which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. Right on. This is minor news. I mean, but it's, it's minor news, news but yeah, it's news. It's news. Um, I'm very interested in the, in the Lumineth book, you know, as I have a lot of those yep. miniatures. So uh, that's a, a future project of mine <laughs> that I'm excited to uh, get working on. Right on. And when I can see actual rules, then I will know what I should be working on. Yep, there you go. For sure. And Rick, do you have any news? I don't have anything. That's ridiculous. Nothing. You're pathetic. Rick ridiculous. Rick ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we what? laughing at that? Because <laughs> we're still recovering. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, I did miss a couple of platinum sponsors. Oh, in my let's last, get them. In my last shout out, yeah, we also want to thank Redgrass Games, uh, Elderwood Academy, and Elric's Hobbies. Uh, right. Elric's Hobbies was on site. Yep. They had a very nice booth. It was uh, full of extravagant, beautiful bases, uh, as well yeah. as a lot of Conquest stuff. A lot of Conquest stuff. Yeah, they're one of, I think they're a Conquest North American distributor. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So Well, well when we get to the hobby space, I, I bought something from them. Well, oh, you did? So that's what I've been oh, working on. You did. <laughs> really, can't wait, to, can't wait to hear about it. Uh, now, before we exit the news, though, I do want to thank our gold sponsors as well. And I'm going to actually look at the webpage oh, this time so I don't forget the anyone. whole list. Right. So our gold sponsors that I would like to thank are uh, Tinker Turf, Evolution Games, Impending Duff, Golden Rhino Games, The Upkeep Games, Table War and Table War Charities, Archeon 3D Smiths, MicroArt Studio, Games for Life, RIW Hobbies, Team Bad Decisions, Pandemonium Games and Hobbies, and Lasercraft Studios, I think. Laser yeah, it's yeah, Lasercraft studios. studios. I can't read the, the fine print under the Lasercraft, <laughs> but I think it's Studios. Some very cool MDF terrain there. Very have. much so. Yeah, it's cool stuff. So, yeah, we want to, again, we really appreciate all of our sponsors. Uh, it's what makes our event able to, you know, truly be something special. And build for next year. Hey, absolutely. All right. Well, that was it for the news. So hang in there, and we'll be back, and we're going to talk some hobby time. Formed in 2007, Warlord Games are designers, manufacturers, and distributors of finely detailed historical, fantasy, and science fiction miniatures in plastic, metal, and resin. 
Our award-winning games cover everything from the Bronze Age through the Renaissance, Horse and Musket era right through to World War II. Additionally, we hold licenses to make games and miniatures for the likes of Judge Dredd, Slain, Dad's Army, and Doctor Who. We've developed a comprehensive range of models for each of our systems, with the core units available as plastic miniatures, reinforcements in metal, and larger units produced in resin. The vast majority of the process, from game and miniature design, mold making, production, and packing, are performed in-house at our HQ deep in the heart of Wargaming's spiritual home, Nottingham. The Warlords Games mantra is quality, innovation, and fun. We try to apply this across all areas of business. Hey, Jeff. What's up, Rick? Hey, Rick. Talk. Hey. Do you know what time it is? I have no idea. It's hobby time! All right. Nice. Hobby. It's hobby time. Yes. Even though it's two days after the GT. Well, yeah, but mm-hmm. it's been but more. But it sounds more, like all three of us did some it's stuff. It's been <laughs> way more than two days since we recorded, sir. Well, yeah, okay. All right, so what have you done since we recorded last? Since we recorded last. And you had no commitment. We let we, um, we let each other off the hook. We did. For, for commitments, which was fair. Yep. So what did you get done? Um, I finished up. So at the last recording, I still had three models that left that I needed to paint for my firefight army. Right. And I finished those up, and I absolutely loved my Cobra-themed Marauders. Did you get any comments on it at the event? Um, I did, um, any, even afterwards, because we started using my Marauders as demos for Dead Zone. All right. Which... Cobra Commander, I gotta take him every single time. Absolutely. Uh one of the one of the guys in the tournaments asked if I was playing because he wanted to kill Cobra Commander. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I'm out. <laughs> you can't kill Cobra Commander. Yeah. So he I gets mean, away every time. Yeah. Yeah, he really does. Yes. Hundred percent of the time. <laughs> I hit him the entire time I played Firefight. And that's just also hit. total Cobra Commander move. Yep. Right. And it worked. <laughs> um, so yeah, I finished up those models. Uh, and then I worked on a little bit of terrain for mm-hmm. Dead Zone Firefight. Sweet. Finished that up. And then, of course, the GT. So yes. doing a lot there. But there was also a lot of going on in my mind because, mm-hmm. well, Rick Talk brought it up earlier, the Squirrel Army. Yes. So so good. So John Carter. It was like, very fun. That's what he does with his when he's going to go to a big two-day event. Right. Or AdeptCon mm-hmm. um, and those kind of things. Like, he creates a theme for every single army. He digs a project out. Yes. Yeah. Um, and oh, and, and thank you very much for bringing me over to take a look at that because I, I probably would yeah. have missed it otherwise. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he had the squirrel music and everything. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he, he did. <laughs> um, but like he did that with um, Firefight First Edition at Adepticon with Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, he did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for Dead Zone. So that kind of got my head rolling mm-hmm. on a little bit of a dead zone project right um before i left the gt i picked up some kings of war models um to uh hack and slash through them and kit bash some of my enforcers oh very cool uh and then of course levi came to the gt with me right for that little bit and we walked around and we saw every single game playing oh hold on let me interrupt he needs to work <laughs> next year yeah we could probably kids, make that kids happen need to work no no Reloading. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> go a lot ahead. Of that. Yes. Um, but afterwards, uh, he really liked Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah. Sure. Well, of course. Yeah. Um, just like just like we were talking a few minutes ago about the high school kids. It's right? the Marvel right. thing. Everybody knows it. Yep. And the and the models are amazing. Yes. Um, but I also found some 3D prints. 
of some of his favorite Marvel characters that are printed for MCP. Um, they're alternate scope kind of oh, things. Cool. So I got the printer fired up doing those right now as we're recording. Excellent. So that was pretty much the it for my hobby. Nice. That's that's, not, that's more than nothing. Yeah, exactly. Rick Talk, what you got? Well, since the last time I was on this podcast. It's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but not terribly long. No, not terribly long. But a month. Uh, yeah, and I've I've um I've gone to a couple events where I've had to paint. Okay. Right, because I'm I was repping the Vallejo paint line, so right I went on. to the Lions Open House down in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Right. Uh, where we painted a bunch of like Whiz Kids miniatures. Cool. And then when went to the uh, Universal uh, Retailer Summit in Toronto, Canada. Oh, right. And also painted some more Whiz Kids miniatures there. Nice. Just uh, you know, so people come up test the new paints. Sure. But, you know, if you're sitting there all day, you're going to paint some minis. Absolutely, right? you are. Right. And so I painted some of the new wi- the, the ones that are uh, in wheelchair adventurers. Which oh, those neat. are awesome. Yeah, they're really nice sculpts. Yeah. Uh, but at the GT, uh, I stopped by Eldritch. Eldrix. Eldrix Hobbies. Or, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, picked up a journeyman miniatures bust of a werewolf okay. called the Garwar or Garwar. Garmir, Garmir. Yeah, I'm I'm illiterate. Oh, I'm, I'm just looking at the box. Yeah. Oh, he's got the box. <laughs> yeah, and that's how yeah. I would guess it's pronounced. G A R M R, Garmir. Yeah, and so I'm working sure. on that, and now you have it right here for you guys to see. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's coming along all right. And what's funny is, of course, your your comments over the weekend as I was like doodling on this. Yeah, if you had an airbrush, you'd be done by <laughs> now. I'd be done by now. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or at least the skin would be done. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Instead of just based right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean. I mean, you can do a ton with an airbrush if you're super skilled at it, but even if you're decently skilled and got some practice, you can knock that skin right out. Right. And I'll work on that. We got, yeah. you know, I want to, you know, I've never painted a miniature. With an airbrush? With an airbrush. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I, you've seen I have a few sitting around. Right. It's going to be hard with your Tourette's. <laughs> well, yeah. My tics. <laughs> yeah. And my mad cow disease. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a struggle. It'll be a struggle, but yeah. you know, I'll You can base coat it easy though. I'll give it the old Michigan State yeah, college try. Absolutely you should. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. I can take it. My my epilepsy, yeah. my epilepsy will kick That's in. That's right. Uh, what was that? It's my old it's MSU college try. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Everybody can't be a winner all the time. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, yeah. Sunday you guys had a game, right? Or Saturday? Saturday we did. Yeah, how did you how uh, no? It could have gone better. Could have gone better. Yeah. Okay. Just like every other week this year. Makes sense. Yep. So that turns us to you, though, for hobby. It does turn it to me, yeah. Well, you know, again, as yep. Rick Hall mentioned, you know, a lot of prep for the GT. Um, so I needed, I finished putting together all of the terrain from Battle Systems, yep. which I hadn't finished at the last time that, yeah. that we recorded. Yeah, you still had like a box and a half or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, I knocked yeah. it out. Um, nice kits. Yeah. yeah. Nice kits. Look good on the table. Um, and there's definitely a, um, a market for what they're selling for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish they would have had, uh, written down instructions instead of it being all good video. <laughs> I was a little tired of watching his videos by, by, the, by the end of it all, but you know, it, there were good videos. There were yeah, you know, sure. quality, you know, you definitely could, could follow along. But you build um, minis. You don't need a video. <laughs> right. I just needed to know what to put to with what, you know, I didn't really need all the extra comments yeah. in between but that's fine um so yeah knocked that out and then i even had like when my wife and my daughter were gone on vacation so i was yep. just home alone um so in between popping over 
to Thunder Forge and, and helping Rick out in the studio a little bit, I found some time to finish up my Woodroon. Oh, um, hey. Yeah, the uh, Hunter Pack. Oh, the, sweet. The, the mini yeah. dinosaurs that I picked up when we went yes. out to Excelsior Games. So I was able to get that painted up. So right those turned out, they turned out fine. You know, they're not my best work ever, but they're far from my worst work ever. Oh, there you go. Yep. Just playing around with a lot of the new contrast paints. That's what I was playing with. Nice. Uh, so All I right. got that knocked out. And then I've had time to put together the Sylvaneth Tree Lord. Nice. Yep. yep. And then uh, last night I put together a unit of dryads. Right on. Yeah. Very so I've, I've been busy. I've been yeah. busy yep. getting some stuff so, done. So w- what does that mean for, for, for the two of you? Rick, what, what, what are you going to be working on between now and your next podcast? Um, I think I – so really it's going to be list building. Um. What? I've got to do the list before I you do. You can the do kit that bash. on the toilet. I got to do it before I do the kit bash because right. of the two different armies and how different they are. Okay. And figuring out um, because there's some units in Dead Zone that I can't. I'm we, not going to. We be able better to use. see like sketches and shit. Uh, if this I'm is going to count sure as hobby, sketches, storyboards. This is going to count as hobby. <laughs> I mean, well, no. I mean, once that list building's done, oh, okay. I'm going to start assembling. Oh, okay. I'm going right. to start assembling. All right, that's acceptable. Yes. Um. So it'll probably be probably about twelve miles. Cool. Yep, that's what I'll be doing until right. our next episode. Okay, very cool. And you, boy, I have a lot of Sylvaneth to assemble. Yes. So I'm probably <laughs> going to be working on assembling Sylvaneth. Okay. Um, All right. And possibly working on painting some of the Lumineth Realm Lords. Nice. Depending upon ready. what I see out of that book. When yep. It's, yeah. So the, yeah, nice. those are going to be my two things. Right on. So I'm hoping to assemble. Within two weeks, I can probably do all of the Sylvaneth I have. All right. So, I mean, I won't be happy at the end of it, but it'll be done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate assembling miniatures. No, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I despise it. All right. Um, I hate the process of cleaning them all up, you right. know, getting all the mold lines off and all that stuff. It's it, it's far from – it's my least favorite part of the hobby. Okay. Um, I, I really enjoy painting. I love playing. Mm-hmm. Do not like assembling. So – I need to ask you know, the listeners mm-hmm. that uh, to actually help me decide what I'll be working on oh. once I finish the werewolf bust. All right. Right. I mean, even with the werewolf bust, I can still start on the next project. Absolutely, yep. you can. Yeah. And so I have a starter box for conquest. Okay. Which I think has spires and something else in it. Uh, probably hundred kingdoms. Hundred kingdoms. kingdoms. Right. And then the other one is uh, Mantic. Our friends at Mantic gave me a starter box for firefight Fire uh, this weekend. So I could put some effort into putting that together. Either enforcers or marauders. Well, I have to put it all together, though. Oh, okay. Right? Are you going to put together the demo kit, basically? Yeah, the whole whole box. Um, So I have both of those that I could do. All right. And then I have a butt ton of orcs for 40K (laughs) that I could be putting together as well. Sure. So I I would ask the listeners, which one should I do? All right. Conquest, firefight, or orcs? All right. Throw it in the comments, folks. Let uh let Rick know what he needs to work on. Throw it up on the Facebook page. Yeah, he'll see it, and I'll start the first comment with firefight. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot of questions about just what appeals to you the most. Yeah, of course. I, and but the thing is, I I'll do what they want. I'll do what they You're want. You're man of the people. That's right. Absolutely. All right. I'm the people hobbyist. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, cool. I think that wraps up. I think that about wraps right. it up for this recording. Awesome. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm going to finish this up with a couple more shout-outs. Oh, yeah, sponsors. definitely. Right. So uh, I'm going to throw out to our silver sponsors right now. Uh, our silver sponsors for this year were Battle Systems. I didn't say that very well. Battle Systems. The Army Painter. State of Comics. iGround Gaming. Chad in the Box. Cool Mini or Not. Rune Forge Gaming. And Mingle Miniatures. Nice. And then also our bronze sponsors, which was Mats by Mars, Monument Hobbies, Artist Opus, Corvus Belly, Green Stuff World, A Case, Sunken City Games, and Winged Hussar Publishing. Very nice. And finally, our copper sponsors, which was Fallout Hobbies, Least Renfort, P Work Games, and Cromwell. Yay. So to all the thank sponsors you, out there again, thank you so much. Uh, to all of our attendees, a great thank you to all of you. We yes. couldn't do this without you. In fact, there would be no reason to do this if it wasn't <laughs> for all you out there. Out yep. there. And um, from a, a bunch of nerds that love getting together and sharing our passion and our love for games, to all you other nerds out there listening, <laughs> let's nerd out again next year. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to it because oh. I will have an army. And oh, and here's something else. Yes, just in on the news line. Mm-hmm. Last bit of news: Thunderforge Studios wants to sponsor a team Ooh. to send f- to at least one of the events. Oh, so that's hot news. Yep. So if anybody All out right. there listening is in the Lansing area uh-huh. and would like to form a Thunder Clan Thunderforge team, right on. I love it. Let us know. I love it. You gonna get them fancy shirts and everything? Everything. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't the cussing for the episode, <laughs> but I love the idea. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Sounds good. Peace. Peace.